pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, you know it's basketball season when the polls and all-conference teams are starting to be put together. Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer, and this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball, will tell you what 10 players he's putting on his all-Big Ten preseason team, including a couple from Illinois. Yeah, there are four absolute locks in the Big Ten, including Terrence Shannon. Coleman Hawkins, maybe not like an absolute lock, but he will be or should be in that group. As far as filling out the rest, uh, there's a lot of good players in the Big Ten, but maybe not a bunch of great ones that have differentiated themselves. All right, Richie, we'll uh, talk about uh, the start of practice. He'll talk about the fraudulent Red Grange run. He'll talk about recruiting, too. Uh, Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Great to be back with the one and only Scott Ritchie, who showed up in today's podcast booth with a uh, bright pink T-shirt to match his pink and purple high tops. I always match. That's Have in, to. That's important. Where'd you get the pink? What's with the pink and purple high tops? That's what I'm more concerned about than I am any kind of shirt or pants. Well, when I find a pair of Air Force Ones that I like, I buy them. Or I ask my mom to get them for me for Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. It's September. Scott Ritchie. Yeah. And you're already getting Christmas gifts. Well, no. I just, I... How many pair of shoes do you have? Um, I have like a dozen Air Force Ones and then four or five just other sort of more casual shoes. All right, this is Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. I don't know anything about shoes. I used to wear Chuck Taylor, like, not to play in. I'm not that old. But back in you my sure? day, Chucks were like the Air Force Ones. Yeah. I bought camouflage and purple. and See, that's exactly what I do, just okay. not Chuck Taylors. And I couldn't do that anyway. Cause that, like, that's Bob Osperson. He's the he's the Chuck Taylor. He guy. is. Yeah. Okay. Do you pick do you do you pick out colors for s- certain days or how does that rotation work? Based on what I'm wearing, so I match. You you start with the shirt and then go with the shoes or vice versa. Shirt first, shoes. This is just exhilarating podcast talk. I, well, I'm just I'm <laughs> curious. I'm sure uh, our basketball listening audience wants to know what their beat writer is is doing and why. I think. I suppose. All right. We'll move on to important things like basketball. That's what we talk here. We'll talk a little football at 
I got a chuckle out of Scott Ritchie's tweet on Saturday, the fraudulent Red Grange run, which is fraudulent. I mean, like this one wasn't even... Come on. Re- remotely close, because like the, the fake Red Grange, who is not the fake Red Grange that's in Grange Grove. Don't talk about that. That's a paid actor. Yes. Um, this person, the, the runner... Like he just kind of he kind of dogged it at the beginning, and then like turned on the Jets. It was like to beat this poor girl who had no chance. But none of them have any chance. Back in the day, I raced Lauren Tate and Bob Osmus, and I may have told you this: a hundred yards on the Rantoul practice field. But I ran the ba- first fifty backward to well, you, make it somewhat competitive, and that was so you close. did what you did what Charles Barkley did against Dick Bavetta. <laughs> <laughs> So that's maybe what they should try. They got to do something to create, to make it close, make it a challenge. The whole, the whole good thing about the baseball, Mister Freeze, is that he starts so far behind. There appears to be hope for the runner yeah. on the warning track, but they always lose. These people have no hope, right? Like start him in the end zone. Good idea. A good foundation of an idea. Just messed up. Yeah, I mean, like Jimmy Johns is going to save on money because they're not going to give anyone free sandwiches for a year. Because no one's going to win. It's a farce. It's a farcical thing. Maybe they'll improve it. There's time, right? Hey, we're talking basketball. All right, Scott, there you go talking football again. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know. What's your prediction record, though? You are still unbeaten. Yeah, and I, like, I'm... You're pretty pretty much in football. I pretty much get, like, the score exactly right, too. Dang it. I had 23... I had 28-17 for Illinois FAU, so I spotted Illinois five points I couldn't get. Um, well, did you need Caden Fagan to to score? Well, that would put him way over my projection. So I don't know if, if it's better. To, based on Price's Right rules, it's better to go under. Than okay. Over. Well, congratulations. I ridicule you for your horrid basketball forecasting. Well, just save those because they're coming. I'm, okay. I'm certain. But 4 0 in football is not bad. Uh, picking them to beat Purdue, I hope. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Purdue's. I mean, Purdue still good. hasn't won at home, so that's a little concerning. I guess. And it's and this, uh, why do I say this? It's homecoming. Does that mean anything? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, in high school, like you schedule like the team you can beat for homecoming. So I don't know if Purdue. This is the Peacock game, which uh, here fans get used to this. Um, it's going to be some basketball games finding their way to oh, the Peacock. Quite a few. How many? In fact. Um, I think over the course of the season, like somewhere between like twenty five and forty. Not Illinois games. <laughs> no, so that would okay, be every don't. Illinois game. <laughs> no, but um, that's like the Big Ten, like for everybody, like everybody. And w- tell me again, was this last year the case as well? Or no, uh, this will be the first year. Okay, I'm not happy games. by this. Well, by the way, also um, just as f- fair warning, I'm going to have a peacock subscription on my expense form i am but how many shares i mean can we all have that sign on then like newsroom wide i think no because that's against the rules (laughs) he said nodding (laughs) Uh, thank you scott i appreciate that yes i will expense it and everyone here at the news gazette and radio stations thank you for sharing which i would never do of course (laughs) i really it, it's it's infuriating when you're when you're forced to buy something to watch a singular game. First of all, yep. so if you're a Illinois Purdue wannabe this weekend and have to buy the Peacock to watch that, oh, 
I mean, like they have like deals throughout the year where you can get it for pretty cheap. But I don't think they have one going right now. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, you can't but just buy it for a month for like. Uh, I mean, yeah, months. you can like get it for a month and then like cancel. It's not. Right. It's, you can either choose to pay month by month or like do a full year subscription. I think. Problem with so many of us, we do that and we forget about it, and you see it in a bill for a couple months. Yeah, and like oh crap, <laughs> they um, cancel it. Yeah, but like I mean, obviously I'll be at. Any Illinois game that would be on Peacock, but you know, as an AP Top Twenty Five voter, I like to keep abreast of you know, what's happening, okay. and you know, got to watch the games. And you so got it. We're going to be on Peacock. Anyway, the football game, two thirty p.m. Saturday on Peacock. So listen to DWS HMS right here. Ed Bond in the uh, production uh, booth, sitting right behind Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, uh, and videotaping any uh, dramatic calls. That's the best part that Ed comes through with. And okay. Martin can deliver mm-hmm. on those. Right. He gets pretty excited. There's much gyrating going on uh, when it comes down to a final play, and and Barnhart's pretty stoic. He may do a fist pump or a high five, but Martin gets after it, as you said. He does. All um, right. Hey, do we know our basketball announcers yet? Our color announcers are now the same. Doug and Dion. All right. It's been the they've been they've had there are there have been the rare instance where a Nate Mass shows up or where a Michael Trim, Tulip or Trent Trim Meacham. So uh, we're blessed to have a bunch of former players still in the community able to enunciate. Yeah, uh, I mean Dion does most of the games, but Doug's got a a handful usually, and then yeah, the rare occasion when neither is available. All right, Dion Thomas, I'm told is in the in our top ten tailgating rankings. As far as popularity and ability to get through a tailgate situation, he ranks number one. He can't get through the tailgate without people mobbing him and him reciprocating with great stories. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's very popular. Okay. There. That, I mean, that's part of his job with the university, too, is to meet and greet. He does it well. That doesn't surprise. All right, That's, yeah, thank yeah. you for your your input on that one, Scott. I, was, uh, I mean, I was to say, uh, Dion Thomas is very popular. Uh, News at eleven. All right, it's Monday, September twenty fifth, which uh, is the start of college basketball is today. That's why Scott is wearing pink to celebrate in bright fashion. But you tell me, uh, I have not read your Good Morning Illini Nation. You tell me Illinois is not working out today. No, and might not this week. Um, based on you know, having 10 bonus practices in July and then obviously three exhibition games in Spain, uh, Brad Underwood's not rushing to get to the back to the, the grind of the 20 hours per week preparation for the season type of schedule. And there's six weeks before they play their opener, um, shorter times obviously before the October 20th exhibition against Ottawa which is somehow a school in Kansas, I think. And then the October 29th charity exhibition against Kansas. So those are coming sooner. But, yeah, like, and you can't, like, practice every single day between today and November 6th when the season opens. So we're going to you know, just kind of ease back in to what are pretty strenuous efforts to get ready you know, for the season. Basketball team was tailgating Saturday. They have a prime location on lot 31. On this day, underneath trees. So there was shade. Well, 
came in handy. It was a little, little right. warmer. Who was there uh, this weekend that they were whining and dining? Uh, a couple players. Uh, Jace Butler, three-star guard out of California, was on his official visit. Did you say three-star? I did. He's an unranked three-star. But uh, Illinois was really only, maybe the only like high major program that is still involved in his recruitment or ever got what's, involved. In what's the draw? Um, guard with good size. He's six four. Um, combo guard, but you know can do both. Yeah, scorer and facilitator. Um, but he performed really well. There's this event in Arizona during the summer. It's called Section Seven. A lot of like the best West Coast area teams play, you know, in it, and like he performed really well there. I think that's what probably sparked this Illinois' interest. And um, Brad Underwood and I believe Chester Frazier have both been out to, to California to see him. Uh, they're in his top six with, you know, I'm trying to think who else, like Loyola Marymount and. I think who else is involved? That's the one that jumps out to me. Uh, New Mexico, I think. Um, but Elmo's by far like his highest profile offer, and they had him here on campus. Um, saw him at you know walking around at the game from a distance. Looked like he was with Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. So not sure if that was his host, but you know, pairing the, the freshman guard with the high school senior guard probably not a bad idea. And similar, I mean, different. Athletes, different skill sets, size-wise, but like both kind of in the, that combo guard mold. Um, and then Jason Jaxis, the committed forward out of Yorkville, was also on his visit, um, hanging out with Luke Goody before the game. And I mean, that one was just—I mean, he's already in, so it was just to come on down, have the full treatment type of deal. Still got to be nice to him if uh, already committed and in the fold. Yeah. Because okay. I, mean, I com- they... c- committed is not signed, right. and to be fair, does sign signed mean anything anymore? Uh, means less than it used to. Paperwork, more paperwork headaches, I guess. Yeah, to get out of it, right? Um, no, but like, it's interesting. Either like Luke Goody has grown, or maybe Jason Jackson isn't quite as tall as he's listed. Could be both, because Luke was not that much shorter than the listed at six ten, Jason Jackson. See Scott Ritchie at home football games. Uh, check out the north end zone right before the game. Is that where I see you sometimes? Yeah. Taking videos. Wave to him. Uh, yell mean things. Sure. It wouldn't be a, too different then. Well, I, I was I'd do it here. So yeah. Just take your shots. Scott's a tough guy. He's got thick skin. Yeah. Right? From Could, Eureka. You got to have thick skin if you're you from Eureka. Right? Well, that's where, like, all of the recruits gather. How's Harvest going? Uh, slow. Eureka actually got like three inches of rain last week, so they're not doing anything. Really? Yeah, and they're letting the corn dry in the fields anyway. Besides that. Have you ever been in a combine? Yeah. Have you ever driven one? No. Yeah. It's Ed Bond says they're easy. You can listen to games. Well, I mean, they even. The, the new ones are. Right. You're kind of old school. Yeah. Red or green? Well, that's... That's fighting's words. Green, always. Really? Yeah. All right. Wait, you were saying something basketball before we turned... I don't know. Harvest? 
But North Enzo, that's where all the recruits gather before the game. Football. Why? And that's because they come out of the recruiting lounge that's in the North End Zone, and that's the only place that they can go. Okay. Before the game, uh, there are fewer. Um, from a football perspective, for Saturday's game than the game before, because Penn State's in town, you bring everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are several Centennial football players, and then one Central football player on the unofficial game day visits. Shout out to um, a couple uh, Centennial uh, and Central. George Rouse was the Central quarterback, right? Yep. That's Pat Rouse, former Illini, right? Yep. And stopped by their tailgate before the game. Good to see them. George uh, would have been there anyway, but he got the the invite from Pat Ryan, who's the director of Illinois High School Football Relations. Sets up most of the the unofficial visits. Also ran into the Martin family. Michael Martin uh, does radio work. Ed Bond shaking his head in a good way. Does great stuff. But his dad and grandfather were at the uh, News Gazette tailgate. Yeah. Four generations, actually, of Martins now there. Anyway, we were talking basketball. I think I we think. were. I don't know. Until you took a hard right. Yeah, I always, I always just steer us away from the main sport this podcast is about. There was a four to slash five star here the previous week that I saw took to X to say he soon will announce his commitment. <laughs> Why do you chuckle? Why don't laugh? Because uh, like what does soon mean? Like soon can really mean anything. But soon this podcast will end. Yeah, but see, I know that it will because I've got other places to be. Um, but Mikey, Mikey Lewis four-star guard out of California, Illinois hitting California apparently in class of 2024. Um, was on campus two weekends ago on his official. Um, did not visit LSU last weekend, so this past weekend, so make of that what you will. I don't know. The whims of teenagers. I don't put a lot you of... turn it into a grumpy old guy? Is that where we're going yeah. with this? Yeah. I'm 36. Like, the whims of teenagers. Well, I mean, you got to admit, like, recruiting is the goofiest thing ever. Like, you're just, you're hinging your hopes on, like, what a 17 or 18-year-old is going to decide. It's a little bit less of that these days because the transfer portal is a much bigger factor. Um, But every class, you know, a couple. High school recruits, two, three, maybe four. So, yeah, it's just what they decide they're going to do with the next, uh, I'd say, four years of their life. Maybe not all the same school, but um, yeah, it's just when they make a decision, then I get more interested. All right, soon Mikey Lewis will pick Illinois. True or false? I don't know. It could be either. Thanks, Marcus. Yeah. I learned a lot about recruiting from my predecessor, Marcus Jackson. It's like, don't lock yourself into saying yes or no. It's a 50-50 game. I mean, I think Illinois is in a good spot, but like, what if, oh, I don't know, Kansas gets super interested late? Like, that's, could be, I mean, he, they're in his top six. They're pretty good as a program. Could be a concern. But Our I, tickets, I think Illinois is in a good spot. I will say that. Kansas, here, October 29th. How, do you get a sense of how they're going? They're open to the public now, right? I believe they are. Um, yeah. And Find that out for me. You're the beat writer. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to 
have a ticket, though. I know, but I'd like to know how many fans are signing up because it's for a good cause. A little more pricey right? than your normal game. It's certainly your normal exhibition game. But uh, I guess you know, fans just have to decide for themselves if it's worth it. I think it should be a good game. If they, and I'm hoping they treat it not like just an expanded secret scrimmage where they decide, oh, we're just going to kind of maybe work on a few things. Like, let's go at it. I'm sure they will. Maybe. All right, Scott Ritchie, as he said, is an AP Top 25 voter. That uh, poll isn't due for a while. Uh, Like a month. Okay. Bob Osmussen's our AP Top 25 football guy. He changed up his ballot. He releases that at 7 a.m. every Monday. I think he moved Ohio State up. It was a good win. Okay. I mean, he said Georgia number one, I think. He does. But I think, uh, and I don't know your philosophy on that, Mr. Ritchie, as far as flip-flopping teams according to who they play. What I'm saying is he brought Ohio State up above some other unbeatens this this week just because of who they played. Well, and who they beat. Like, mm-hmm. they Would beat you a, do that? Are you into that too? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not going to... Like someone wins Maui, the eighth-ranked unbeaten wins Maui. Nobody else in the top eight loses. Do you put that Maui winner at four? Depending on their path, like because... Because someone's going to play Chaminade, um, and that's not the best Maui resume. Uh, unless they beat you, then you're not going to be ranked at all. It's happened. Like that one time, it happened. Ralph Sampson. Take that, Sampson. But, yeah, I mean, it's the... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they call it the Maui bump for a reason. Like, if you win Maui, you've probably beaten three really good teams, and you're going to climb in the polls. Even if, yeah, I mean, because other teams are maybe playing one game of that caliber in the same span, maybe two, depends on how how they're spending their Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah. yeah, if you beat good teams and are undefeated, like you should probably, I, I'll I'll push you up in the poll. All right, but I bring up your uh, your your poll status because of you have some Big Ten duties coming up. Yeah, uh, for the Big Ten itself, I have to vote on a 10-team preseason All-Big Ten team. 10. Yeah. Give them to me. Well, it's an interesting question because I've got to do this as well for the unofficial but pretty official uh, beat writers poll that also includes uh, a ranking of all 14 teams, which the Big Ten chooses not to do anymore. But for the beat writers... Like we choose a first team and a second team. The Big okay. Ten itself just wants ten guys. One giant first team. Everybody gets a trophy. Okay. Now, uh, there are four locks. Terrence Shannon. Terrence Shannon. Coleman Hawkins. Zach Eady. Terrence Shannon, Zach Eady, Jameer Young, Boo Booey. Absolute locks. Coleman Hawkins would fall into that next tier, but which there are a bunch of dudes. He'd be towards the top. There's okay, that's like, five. We just let, we, you gave five up, counting uh, Coleman Hawkins in your top ten. Yeah, I guess now I got to put him in there. No, I've said it out loud. Um, the difference between like the other eighteen guys on my list here. Eighteen? Did you say? Yeah, it it's 
Okay. It's it's a slim Ed, difference. We got to go longer. But um, let's see. Kase Tomanaga from Nebraska has to be on there. Does he? One of the best. He was in the last half of Big Ten play last year. He was one of the best scorers in the league. He's back. He's not going to make fewer shots. You're falling into that osmosis trap. Falling in love with people who just score. It's pretty important. Uh, bad teams. Nebraska's not going to be quite as bad. I don't think. All right, go ahead, Bob. I mean, I don't have. I mean, in... Scott. List me a bunch of twenty-point guys on horrible teams. Is that who you're putting in your top ten? Is that no. where we're going with this? Because there, there aren't twenty-point guys in the Big Ten, and if they were, they're gone for the most part, except for Zach Eady. Um, at six. Got four more. I do. Like, I don't know. It's tough because there's a there's lots of good basketball players in the Big Ten. I don't know. There's a ton of great ones, but like another really good player on a terrible, terrible team is Dawson Garcia. Like, how do you view him? He's really good. His team stinks. He probably won't make the cut. Um, Tyson Walker, Michigan State. I think you have to pick your Michigan State point guard. It's either him or A.J. Hoggard, Hogard. Um, I'd pick Tyson Walker. Probably. Wrong. Over, you'd pick Hogard? The other guy. Yeah, he's coming on a little quicker, I would say. Okay. Used to be horrible. <laughs> he's never horrible. He's, but like, Tony Perkins at Iowa. Who? You need to watch more basketball. Peyton Sanford at Iowa could be their best player. Bruce Thornton. At Ohio State, Cliff Omarui, your boy. Rutgers. I think Ace Baldwin is really good, but he's at what could be a truly man, terrible Penn State team. Man, if there's ever a year to just stick to five players, this sounds like it. I mean, I don't like have any Julian Reese, Maryland. I think is. I haven't heard any good. Indiana Hoosiers yet mentioned. Well. I mean, like, who you just you? don't like Indiana, Scott Ritchie. I don't dislike them. The name of like Tom them. Abernathy has got into you. They might only be okay. Like, I don't know. Like, who do you take off of Indiana? I mean, is it Xavier Johnson who's been hurt the last year? I mean, he's pretty good, but I don't know. I mean, do you pin your hopes on the freshman, McKenzie Mbako? Maybe. He could be pretty good. We don't know that yet. How about uh, a former five-star that's trying to find new life in a new home? Khalil Ware. Like, he's, in theory, super talented, but he didn't do anything at Oregon last year. As I made this list, there's like, man, there's a lot of dudes that, like, I don't know, pretty good players, but I, there's going to be some interesting choices, I think, to populate the rest of the All-Big Ten preseason team. When does that come out, Scotty? Well, my Big Ten one is due tomorrow. comes out, I believe, October 5th or 6th. Okay. And then my one for the Beat Riders is due October 2nd and would come out, I think, roughly the same time. Getting closer every day. Can't wait uh, to the start of college basketball season. The goal for Illinois football is to keep us entertained until then. All right? Well, you know, you're going to have to win games because I don't think the football itself is going to be entertaining. Okay. And, and Brett Bielma said as much. He said it's not going to be pretty. It isn't. So, I like yeah. see my local kids at doing least he's, well, he's self-aware. 
Lexi and the locals got a Gibson City touchdown this week. Could have had a ALAH touchdown this yeah. week. Although, as Brett Bielma after the game said, he was pretty sure the big man from Arthur wanted to get in the end zone. Caden Bank is not from Arthur. He is at Wood. But that's that's knowing your your neighborhood just a little bit. Let me explain because if you're from ALAH, which is Arthur Leventon Atwood Hammond, the common refrain around here is Arthur. You could be from the other three and not take offense to that. I guess okay, because you, say, you, you uh, go how, to the high so school. You ask, how, the high school is Arthur. Arthur how did Arthur do over the weekend? You don't say how did Hammond do over the weekend. Probably out at Atwood do or Hammond, but just from a technical I, standpoint, not from Arthur. I saw you put that in parentheses in your notes. I had to because he's from Atwood. Nitpicking by Scott Ritchie. Being, I'd have to go with the coach on this one. Being accurate by Scott Ritchie. What else? Uh, there you go talking football again. Yeah, look at me. So they're not practicing this week. They just goofing off. Is that how that works? The basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brad's just like, yeah, I don't care Let's what you do, just go, just go hang out. Um, no, like they'll still get in the gym together. I mean, there's before you, until you start like the official clock, you're limited to the number of hours you can be in the gym. But like they'll do, I mean, they can do like team stuff if they want, because the rules of like in the off season you can't have like more than like it was like four guys together at a time. Like those, those are gone. They've been gone for a while, so. But I mean, they can do small groups, individual workouts, some team stuff if they want. Like they'll still be active, but they just won't be twenty hours a week active. Health wise, uh, where we at? Uh, all shoulders good, all legs good. Uh, leading into when practice eventually does start. I mean, really, the one that's the question mark is Marcus Damask, who. Pretty much dealt with kind of like a lingering hamstring injury most of the summer. Um, didn't play in Spain uh, because of it. Um, so don't have like an official update on his status, but like he's the one to watch. Because I think, I mean, the way Brad Underwood talks about him, all of the Thomas walk-up comparisons, I think he expects Marcus DeMass to play a pretty important role on this team you know, this season. So... Getting him healthy is pretty much the top priority. Or having him healthy, at least. All right, this is Inside the Line of Basketball. We go about a half hour every week. Uh, Scotty, we're running out of time already. I know you have to go over to and, and talk to the the football coaches. Uh, real quick, volleyball won yesterday. Soccer won. Beat a nationally ranked Michigan team. Congratulations. Yeah, soccer team. So it was a good weekend. How was the crowd at volleyball? Do we know? I don't know. Okay. I would imagine it was fine. But okay. Any other basketball information before you before you skedaddle? No. Well, I guess uh, something to look forward to for our listeners that also subscribe to the News Gazette um, every weekend in October will be devoted to college basketball. Love it. Thank. Not sure of the exact order of things of what they'll run, but I'll have information, you know, from me. I'll write most of it, but also from beat writers across the country on the top 100 returning players to the same school. 
uh, the top 100 transfers because you have to mm-hmm. differentiate now because there's a lot of both the top 100 freshmen and um, some number of teams maybe not all 363 this time but at least the top 100 can't wait pick up your uh, Sunday news gazette four bucks at uh, hundreds of locations or better yet subscribe uh, online is cheap right gets you access to Mr. Richie and all he does uh, for us which is a lot Always good stuff, Scott Ritchie. Uh, Off to football. We will talk to you next week.